0: Hi, I am Ben Pullinger of Atex Resources, where I currently work as the uh, Senior Vice President of Exploration and Business Development. Uh, Atex is a, uh, a Latin American-focused company, and really our tagline is defining a copper gold giant. Um, the Valeriano project in, uh, in Central, Central uh, Eastern uh, Chile is where we've been we're drilling, uh, We've just raised some more money to do some more drilling there. But we've put out, you know, one of the top ten draw holes in the uh, the last day, the last couple of years, in terms of uh, copper uh, globally, uh, with our last round of drilling, 1,160 meters of 0.78% copper equivalent, including something that we think is very important, uh, 550 meters of 1.03% copper equivalent.
1: Ben, good to see you. Um, thanks for coming back on the show. We had a sort of technical session uh, recently with you. Um, you've got to raise some money, though. Um, why would you do that in this market? I mean, there's a, there's a good answer to that is that we needed to to advance this project.
0: We think this project that we have is special. Um, and I think you know, the, the takeaway from that is you know, the, the backing of our existing shareholders uh, and also the, the new shareholders that came in. We ended up you know, being able to do an at-market deal, oversubscribed um, with the half-warrant in a market that, as you said, has really not been rewarding uh, equity raises. So the fact that we were able to do that in the, the most uh, efficient way we could from a dilution perspective get the capital that we needed to to put in the holes that I think uh, you know, this project begs to have and really move it forward um, you know, in, a, in probably a better environment to be drilling than, uh, than to be raising money.
1: Well yeah, yeah no kidding. Um, but, but I mean, let me stick on this point because it's really important. Some companies are choosing to hunker down. I was at a conference today uh, you know, and the companies are saying, Do you know what I don't feel like spending money right now you, you've taken a different course of action. What's giving you the confidence?
0: Well, I think you know we always have to approach everything with a measure with, with a bit of measure. Um, one, it's good to be in a position where we cashed up and we have the op- opportunity to be flexible. Uh, but also, you know, we with the results we put out, our shareholder base, I think we have a lot of confidence in you know, the market improvement in the future. But also that you know we can continue to put out results like we did earlier this year. And you know, our, our shareholders you know, have a long-term view on this market and the the, the cyclicality of of what we're seeing. And therefore, now is the time to be to be building value.
1: Right. Okay. And let's just talk about the the profile, because you know you're, you're a young, young company um, in the right in the right a thematic copper, uh, which is good news. But you've kind of got to get that shareholder register with the right balance. So the new money coming in look like what? Where, who are they?
0: Yeah. So just on that point, you know, we are a new company, but if you look at the people that are around this this company. You know, there's, uh, you know, a group of serious successful people, including our CEO, Raymond Janus, obviously, who's been involved in a huge number of giant uh, discoveries in, in Latin America, and Craig Nelson, who, you know, a, again, a, a, a titan in the uh, geology industry, um, and the, you know, the three, the, the two of them, plus Pierre Lassonde, really the architects behind the original iteration of Metallica Resources. So it's, it's a new company with a new project, with people that have seen this stuff before and the confidence to go out and do things. And in terms of the shareholder registers you, you spoke of, you know, the majority of that that, that new issue went, uh, I think, 50-50 between existing shareholders and then to new strong strong hands, um, like resource specialist uh, investment funds that saw the opportunity, uh, I think, saw that, you know, there's not a lot of art in the market like this. And you know, there was no quibbling over price, which I think, it, it again, speaks to the quality of the people and the story.
1: It was a good point you make um, because there's, Going to be people out there raising or trying to raise money who don't have. Okay, the the, the history of the track record of the team are, are, is great, but more importantly, the asset. This is when the so tide goes out, as it were. Um, people look a little bit more closely at the asset. So, what were the conversations like with these stronger hats? What are they interested in seeing you do?
0: Yeah, and it was really a conversation of A, first getting on people's radars, and again, um, Hats off to our existing shareholders who helped open doors, as well as the, the the syndicate that we put together really pushed the story hard because you know they had the belief in the fact that something that you can put two to three hundred million tons or more of greater than a percent copper equivalent to start off an underground uh, kind of bulk mining situation, and then be able to feed that with a sea of 08 percent copper equivalent. That is an asset that you know I think we think and we view as a next generation underground, you know technologically evolved. Um, copper asset in what we believe, and and the you know the conversations went very much along this line, um, is in a jurisdiction with our neighbours to the north of us at Allen Sierro that is uh, probably one of the, the the more exciting, if not most exciting, uh, you know copper discovery jurisdictions in the world right now. The Allen Sierro Valeriano, you know, six seven kilometre long trend that we have now between the two projects, is you know ha- has proven high grade. You know, Allen Sierra is sitting at uh, 522 million tonnes. At uh, 0.79% copper equivalent, uh, uh, you know, we've seen adro results. So I think that as a district, you know, despite the fact that each of these projects could stand alone, as a district, this is showing to be, you know, a new discovery um, area. And I think there's more to come from both of these projects. And honestly, you know, we're very excited to to be able to see what our neighbors are doing to the north. That you know, whenever you're in a, a camp or district environment, there's benefits that come from that. But we're uh, heads down focused on what you know what we think uh we can do with this next round of drilling and the, and uh, and beyond in terms of proving up you know the high grade core and then also something that has a much bigger footprint than where we see it today
1: right so you explain Expand on that if you don't mind. Um, we, we've seen companies, you know, globally try and put out sort of, you know, high-grade high numbers to kind of cover up a multitude of cents. We've, you know, we, you know, you're putting out some, you know, good grades for copper, but you've got to paint a picture for your shareholders. You've got to paint a picture for the market in terms of how you allocate the capital and what it is that you're trying to be. Because um, scale is super, super important for copper. So how do you spend 12.4 million bucks plus whatever you had in the bank?
0: Yeah, so let me just better define the project a little bit before we jump into that, and I'll I'll walk you through that, right? So, you know, the historical draw hole 14 that was put in by Hothschild hit 272 meters at 1% copper equivalent, which on its own is a pretty handy intersection, especially in in, in rising copper uh, price environment. We then stepped out 200 meters to the north and south of that, and those were the ATEX holes that we followed up on in this program. Um, 200 meters to the south was hole 17, where we hit that 550 meters at 1.03%. So that on its own is, I think, is a very, you know, very healthy intersection. But the thing about it as well, and you spoke to it, is it's not just the high grade. It's the fact that the, the grade, whether you're in the lower grade, which is the 0.7 mineralization, or the higher grade that you're you know, closer to, you know, 0.9, 0.1 percent, it is incredibly consistent and predictable. I mean, if you go across that section and you look at whole 19. Hole 14, and it's in our presentation for those who want to have a look at it, and Hole 17, the top 650 meters of mineralization in all three of those holes averages out between 0.63 and 0.65 percent copper equivalent. The, the the consistency of the mineralization, even in the high grade and out, is incredibly important, as you as you can imagine, for trying to model something that will be of the scale that we want to get uh, Valeriano up to. So in terms of what we go to do with that capital now that we've raised. It's very much that story. Is we want to p- continue to prove up the continuity of that high grade and show that that high grade has, you know, a, a center of gravity around which this project can build. We also believe that based on our mag and geophysics that there is the potential for more of these high grade cores. So we want to go test for those as, as well. And at the same time, we want to start pushing the envelope. You know, we've got it the, drilled off the uh, geological footprint to 800 and by 850 meters right now. We want to see how you know how much further we can ba- we can we can grow that. And I think once you start, you know, if we can, and once you get uh, to that you know, kilometer by kilometer kind of number, you're in world-class territory. And that's you know, where, where we wanna go. World-class project, high-grade core, and then just de-risking it along the way. You know, with that, we've, we've gone really early and started things like metallurgical test work, and it's really all about proving the quality, proving the quantity, and then de-risking.
1: Right. Okay. So put can put in kind of um, easy to understand terms. So h- how many metres drilling is is that? How many holes are we talking about? What depth are they going to? Sure. So we're talking
0: about uh, the full programme will be 18,000 metres, which will be staged based on um, you know, geological uh, geological consistency, seeing what we want out of the rocks and also, as you said, keeping an eye on the environment. But the whole programme that we would have planned is 18,000 metres. One thing that we're doing differently, and I think is we're the first to do this in Chile, is we're using directional drilling, um, which allows us to drill multiple draw holes of one pad. So we basically put the hole down, uh, we, can, we, we, we can come across the top of the porphyry, see if we like what we like there, step back out, come da- da 200 meters down and start to drill it out from that perspective. So we're more efficient, you know, this being a deeper discovery, we don't have to, uh, if we can avoid it, uh, have to redrill the top 800 meters or thousand meters of every draw hole and we can cover a lot of ground without having to move the draw rigs. So it becomes a very efficient way of drilling it off in three dimensions and gets us much better intersections and stuff as well. Uh, What we plan to do with that is, as I said, uh, grow the the initial uh, high grade trend that that starts uh, from the south in 17 to 14. We think we should have hit it in 19, which unfortunately ended early. That'll be one of the first places we follow up. Testing that second trend, which is over to to the, uh, the southeast, and then really testing a a couple other geophysical targets along the way. But being able to do that without having to move the drill rig around too much because we we have this ability to do this uh, directional drilling.
1: Okay. Okay. So the the drilling program will start when, and how long does it run for?
0: We're ramping up right now. We're busy clearing the road and mobilizing the camp. Once that gets in, we've got two drill rigs on the way um, through our subcontractor. Everything's for for the most part in Chile right now. So uh, we're hoping within the month to be drilling.
1: Good, good news, good news. Um, especially off the back of the, the rejection of the uh, constitution, um, I think that kind of makes the market feel a little bit more comfortable for the for, for, for the immediate term. Um, can you talk to me about the option agreement? Because you made a payment, but you, have, you, have you renegotiated the terms somewhat? I mean, what's it look like?
0: Yeah, so I mean, I think during COVID, the, the terms are renegotiated and really all it was is just pushing the payment terms out by a year to give us some more breathing room that allowed us to do some more work so where we stand right now, we've got two payments left: uh, one at the end in September 2023, and one in September 2025, and that's uh, 11.5 million dollars still to go. Uh, some work commitments along the way um, with regards to that, but uh, as we stand today, um, at least for the 49% uh, earning, we're about a million dollars away from that, and I think it's another uh, five or seven million dollars to go to get to the, uh, the 100%. So we're well on track to, to you know, to honouring all those obligations and moving the project forward uh, as we, as we want to get to 100% on this project.
1: Okay, so I think the key is money in um, preparing for drilling. Good news. Um, can I, I just want to talk about a sort of new paradigm out there in marketing, in marketing mining, I should say, um, which is. You've got a team who have got jurisdictional experience. You've got a team with with huge success. You've got a team who can raise capital in the market. Um, But you need to do things differently these days, it seems. Uh, Chile, no exception to the rule in terms of environmental component, in terms of ESG component. Does that start now or have you got time to breathe before you you concern yourself with such matters? How, How are you playing that?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think one of the benefits of having the, the level of experience and bench strength in the team that we have is the acknowledgement that it starts at day one. You know, little hiccups that happen at day one, if they're not dealt with properly, become big hiccups later on. And our approach uh, on everything is to start early. Like I said, you know, we, we've started engaging with the community from day one. Um, you know, we, we've, we've, we've worked on uh, cover from the board level all the way down to the, the project level everything is about de-risking the project on you know technical social environmental and uh, you know engineering to the you know to the extent that we can from day one so you're absolutely right i i think um, you know in, in 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 any project today the earlier that you have the ability to go out and engage let people know what you're doing um, get feedback and uh, start to build that understanding and i think the the word of the day is deep trust the the the, the earlier you can do that the better and it only you know saves the project time credibility and, you know, and pain later down the line.
1: Okay, so this isn't workism, this is reality of doing, doing business? From
0: our perspective, it's just best practice. Yeah,
1: Got it. Okay. Well, look, uh, mobilisation on the way. I uh, look forward to seeing some of those uh, results come through. Um, do you stay in contact with us and let us know um, when you, these assays come back, please?
0: we Will do. We look forward to it. And uh, just in terms of news flow as well, like I said, we've got that metallurgical work coming out uh, before the end of the year, we hope. And I think you know, as far as de-risking goes, I think that'll show, you know, again, show, well, show the project well. And so put, putting that in context with the drilling and the growth, I think we, we, you know, we start to build a lot of value with this, uh, with this last raise in a very short amount of time through the end of this year into next.